Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. It's Thursday. We got news and stuff right after this. God knows how to do it and when to do it. The ice storm that struck the southern United States in the winter of 2000 knocked out power in so many areas. Rather, it knocked out electricity. It did not knock out God's power. Because of the treacherous highway conditions and trees that were buckling under the weight of accumulated ice, most people stayed home that Sunday morning. They had heard predictions of the storm. They'd made preparations to burrow in with their families. Most businesses closed down. Churches canceled services. But one large Southern Baptist church decided at the last minute, we're going forward. So with no electricity and only a few hastily lit candles, a sparse congregation sang a cappella hymns that echoed through the mostly empty auditorium. The preacher delivered his sermon at a higher decibel than normal and brought the short service to a close. But when he offered the invitation, what could have been a rushed run-of-the-mill let's-get-out-of-here exercise became a lasting testimony of the grace and the power of God. Down the aisle walked two brothers who had struggled with alcohol and drugs and poverty. They wept through their salvation. Today, one of them, who was homeless and slept in cardboard boxes, works full-time in that same church. God's grace does not discriminate. He would that none perish, and he offers his grace to all mankind. Titus 2.11, John 1.16-17. However, it's available only through the person of Jesus Christ, who overcomes the storms of life to deliver his light in the darkest of circumstances. Trust him today, my friend. What in the world is going on? Awful, just awful. Two Mississippi cops shot and killed yesterday while responding to a welfare check, and the woman suspected of opening fire on authorities also died. Amy Anderson, 43 years old, was sitting in a parked car with an underage girl in the parking lot of a Motel 6 when Bay St. Louis Police, Brandon Eskoff, 23, Stephen Robin, 34, responded to the scene around 4.30 in the morning. The officers spoke with Anderson for a half hour, during which a Child Protective Services official was called. At some point, Anderson opened fire on the officers, striking them both. Robin died in the parking lot. Estroff was taken to a hospital where he died. A tragedy occurred here today in the city of Bay St. Louis as two of our finest were taken. So said Bay St. Louis Police Chief Toby Schwartz. Awful. Further proof that he's a dangerous nutcase? What are we talking about? President Biden. The mail-in president proclaimed Wednesday that the United States and other G7 countries are going to donate billions of dollars to get South Africa off coal and on renewables, to the chagrin of so many people on Twitter here in America. I mean, so much of this stuff is just hard to believe. They're crazy. So he's doing it again. Spend, 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 spend. Like what? mobilizing $8 billion in public and private finances to help South Africa replace coal-fired power plants. Yeah, they're trying to destroy not only America, but the world. This is our president. Well, not really. 
People are getting more outraged all the time. Thousands and thousands of criminal non-citizens have poured into El Paso, Texas over, well, just the last several days, apparently aided along by the war of the Mexican state police. Rarely before have border agents seen so many foreign nationals steal into the United States at a time and in one place. Thousands just walking over in the United It's unbelievable, isn't it? For El Paso already strained amid an unprecedented flood of criminal non-citizens, this is only a taste of things to come, thanks to the current administration. Just absolutely insane what is happening at our southern border. Wouldn't you agree? Here we go again. A 25-year-old former college football player died after suffering a heart attack while he was out jogging. Jake Hescock who played tight end for the University of Wisconsin and the University of Central Florida, suffered cardiac arrest in Boston. Two prominent cardiologists, Dr. Peter McCullough and Dr. Seem Mahotra, believe the best explanation for the apparent rise in these sudden and unexpected deaths across America, these cardiac events in otherwise very healthy people, COVID-19 vaccines. Oh, my goodness, I say it nearly every day. All walks of life doesn't matter. Bad people doing bad things. Even pastors. Yep, down to Florida, a pastor there and his son accused of doing some very unholy things. Earlier this morning, Pastor Evan Edwards and his son Josh arrested for bilking taxpayers out of $8 million in COVID-19 relief scam funds. Police made the arrest at Edwards' home in New Smyrna Beach. The elder Evans was seen being pushed in a wheelchair. The Edwards are Christian missionaries from Canada who moved to Florida in 2018, ran an organization called Aslan International. According to an indictment unsealed today, Josh Edwards submitted a fraudulent PPP loan application on behalf of Aslan International Ministry for $6 million dollars claiming that their ministry had an average monthly payroll with expenses of over $2.7 million. They had nearly 500 employees. In truth, according to the prosecutors, those numbers were significantly lower or just non-existent. Back in 2020, the government ultimately approved a a loan for them for $8.4 million. Gee, where's... Oh, never mind. No way. No way. Get get the gun. Happening all over the country. This just happens to be Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, that Christmas tree is very offensive. So said a librarian in Boston, Massachusetts. And, of course, the town council got involved after people started screaming, where is the traditional Christmas tree in the library? And you can imagine where this thing went back and forth. And the big question that came up in one of the meetings is, Why do you hate Christians so? Well, that's the $64,000 question, but uh, see, these people are being led by demonic forces. Of course they are. It's the new America, flood of evil. The demons are flying everywhere. Gonna get worse. A mom from Berwick, Maine, is warning others to beware of a popular product after her infant accidentally swallowed a water bead, leading to nearly a month in the hospital and the need for five different surgeries. Little Kennedy Mitchell, just 10 months old, swallowed the 
Chuckle and Roar brand water bead sometime in late October. Water beads were initially used as agricultural products intended to maintain soil moisture. According to Poison.org, florists also use them to keep floral arrangements hydrated. The beads are also used as fluid absorbers in products like diapers. And water beads are also being marketed as children's toys or therapies for children with sensory processing or autism spectrum disorders. Not sure how that works. This bead the young Kennedy girl swallowed swelled inside her intestines, creating a blockage her mother shared in a November 3rd video on TikTok. Mom begged followers to pray for her child, who is suffering from serious medical dangers. Mitchell purchased the Chuckle and Roar brand water beads from Target as a toy for her nine-year-old son. The beads swell to many times their original size when they get wet. Some thoughts on business news and who's getting rich where and how. Some members of Congress trying to shake up a little bit of the credit card industry and all the money that they make. A new bill out there would shake up the Visa MasterCard duopoly, which controls more than 80% of the U.S. credit card market and charges high transaction fees of about 2 to 3% whenever your card is swiped there at the store. Get this. In 2021 alone, Visa, MasterCard, and their card-issuing banks charged merchants a staggering $77 billion, that's a B, billion dollars in credit card fees. Consumers bear these fees in the form of higher prices on everything from gas to groceries, and because the fees are charged as a percentage of the transaction, they increase with inflation. So they say, you better hurry. Time is running out to ship out those gifts for Christmas. And shipping companies are working around the clock 24-7 to make sure packages arrive smoothly and on time. That's what they're saying. While many ground transportation shipping deadlines have passed to get packages in before the holidays, express shipping is still the fair game. And FedEx was the original express transportation company. And the company's major hub is located in Memphis, Tennessee. Express is for shipments that are absolutely positively critical and have to be there definitely on time. The word from FedEx. And my goodness, they are shipping it. Just hard to believe. Shipping out hundreds of millions of packages this holiday season. 250 flights and around 2.4 million packages go through FedEx's Memphis hub every single day. That's just hard to believe. In the news, when they're saying, hey, iPhone users, pay attention, Apple AirTags increasingly now being used by criminals to track their victims. Strange chirping sounds and alerts on iPhones have put some Americans on high alert over the last year and a half as they try to figure out why an unknown device is tracking their every move. Just one of the latest crime trends that tech-savvy Criminals are using to carry out thefts and stalkings, which has police pushed across this nation to warn residents to watch out for the new tactic out there. In a traditional case, typically you have people who are making contact or unwanted contact with a victim, say the police. They're following them where they work, where they go to school, where they go to eat. Using the air tag is just another way for them to do that in a surreptitious way. AirTags in the new America. And this kind of goes along with it. You just never know. 
There's a furious Twitter CEO by the name of Elon Musk, and he's taking legal action against a young IT student named Jack Sweeney, who launched an a now deactivated Twitter account that tracked Musk private jets and revealed his flight details. Yeah, it can be done. I'm so out of date with all of this stuff. Any account doxing real-time location info of anyone is going to be suspended on Twitter as it is a physical safety violation. This includes posting links to sites with real-time locations. He explained that this comes after a harrowing experience involving his young son. Last night, a car carrying my boy in L.A. was followed by a crazy stalker, thinking it was me, who later blocked the car from moving and climbed onto the hood. Oh, it's just bizarre. Something new every day. What else is happening? Stephen Boss. You didn't know him, right? How about Twitch? On the Ellen DeGeneres show, uh, he allegedly took his own life at age 40. Conspiracy theories out there say that he had something on Ellen and, well, you know how that works. We already talked about this, a severe storm moving across the United States, blizzards, heavy rains, tornadoes, depends on where you are, wreaking havoc on travel, having caused 4,500 flight delays and hundreds of cancellations already. The United States planning to restart a program to mail free at-home COVID tests to households that request them. Officials expect another winter surge, really. Hey, that winter cup is set. France defeated Morocco yesterday, 2-zip, and will face Argentina in a battle of global soccer giants on Sunday. And finally, who said that? Gotta be a dog lover, right? Rich people have fancy labels on their clothes. Happy people have dog hairs on theirs. Is this true, and does it only apply to you country folks out there? Says country folks don't quit when they're tired. They quit when they're done. I get it. Here's a warning. When church becomes an option to you, then it will become unnecessary for your kids. Hey, I just saw a picture on Facebook. Here's a woman with a big, <laughs> looks like two before, and the clothesline. Does anyone hang their clothes up anymore? The caption here is, me and mom hung clothes out to dry just like this. We used a big wooden stick in the middle of the clothesline. It was great. Loving memories. Yeah, I used to do that all the time with my mom. My goodness. Got to thinking. You don't see that at all anymore, do you? I like it. First time he came, there was no room for him. The next time he comes, the whole world won't be able to contain him. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this very important message. Hey, you got big plans this weekend? I pray that church is a big part of that. I've been thinking over the years that I have pastored, where would I be without the church, God's people? Be there on Sunday, hear the preaching of the Word of God, the prayers, the fellowship, the great victories in Jesus, only found there in the local church. Get to one today. Really looking forward and excited about 2023. All the things coming up. We're going to Niceville, Florida here soon and down to Tennessee for the Sherathon. Oh, boy. And with that, a big thank you to Southwest Radio Church and to WHCB and all they've done for what a team. And 
big thank you to you that support Greg Patton Ministries. This time of year, oh, it's great, and we've been hearing from some of you. Thank you very much for your wonderful gifts. To God be the glory. So I've been talking on the program about being broken. In our book, In the Invisible War on the Saints, it can be a big problem. Demonic activity can really rage when you're hurt, broken. What's the difference? We talked about a hurt. We talked about being broken. A hurt's a heartbreak. Uh, you and so-and-so have been dating for a while, and now there's been a breakup. That's a hurt. Make you cry. Lose sleep. Hurt may cause you to miss a meal or two. When you're hurt, you still come to church, smile enough that folks think everything's okay. You can testify and sing and praise God and pretend that everything is okay. That's if you're hurt. It's going to be all right. You can fake it until you make it. You understand that in time, the hurt will heal. The pain goes away. After some comforting words and shows of compassion, you're going to be all right. When you're hurt, you can say the scripture says, weeping may endureth for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. But when we're talking about broken, that's something much, much more than a hurt, a heartbreak. Although it's a broken heart, you can see that a a heartbreak will cause you to cry. A broken heart can cause you to die. When you're broken, you begin to develop an illness you never had before. You begin to worry and have anxiety and fretfulness develops and bad tempers come up and hatred and malice start to rule you. You begin to feel, well, everything's hopeless and helpless. You begin to think that you are not any good anymore. Why? Because you've been broken. You've been raped by the devil. I'm not talking about the physical thing. I'm talking about being beaten, abused, used, mistreated, desecrated, plundered, repeatedly abused, emasculated, desecrated by Satan and his demons. Way down deep in your spirit, in the bowels of your compassion, not just your feelings have been hurt, but you are a broken individual. You're not functioning right. You've been crushed, like dropping that cup that I talked about, and it breaks in a million pieces. How do you put that back together? When you've been broken, the scripture that you find yourself so often saying is, Weeping may endureth, but hey, why are thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? I've been broken. A little time or shows of compassion is not going to fix this thing. I'm no longer the same. I've gone through some big mess here. I've been repeatedly abused emotionally, spiritually, physically. Does this sound familiar to any of you listening right now? I'm no good for holy use. Anybody know what I'm talking about here? Shattered in a thousand pieces. No way you can put that back together because some of the pieces you can't even find. And if you try to put it back together, it doesn't work properly. That might be your life today. Have you been broken? My friend, when you've been broken, your self-esteem is really non-existent. Your will, your desire, if you have any at all, in many cases, you don't feel like going on. You want to give up. You've been broken. You're weary, struggling to hold what little dignity you have. You feel like you're about to lose your mind. You begin to feel lonely and become all alone, not on your own free will, but like the Bible says in Psalm 69:20, reproach hath broken my heart. And I'm full of heaviness, and I looked for some to take pity, but there was none. And for comforters, I found none. You're all alone, really? The reason you can't find them is when your spirit has been broken, you don't have any joy. When your spirit has been broken, you don't have any peace. When it's broken, you're not happy. And people you're used to being around begin to say, 
I can't stand to be around that person. I can't stand to be around you anymore because you're always bringing me down. Now, on top of that, being hurt, you begin to feel unloved and you're a castaway and you don't fit in with the group anymore. And by the way, there are cliques in church, whether you believe that or not. You begin to separate yourself, which is extremely dangerous because you are now where the devil wants you to be. He understands where there is unity, there is strength. When we are together, I've got your back, you have mine. The devil can't come in and just run you over because there's a united team there. But if he can separate you and get you alone, he can devour you. When you separate yourself, you leave yourself open to whatever the devil wants to do. When you separate yourself, you begin to listen to those voices. To those of you that have been broken, you know what I'm talking about. It says, you see, no one really cares. You're all alone. No one even notices you're in pain or what you're feeling. They'll not notice. They're going to go ahead with their life. Everything's wonderful in their world. You've been broken. You're no good anymore. These are the tricks Satan and his demons will play on you. And this is the reason the suicide rate, especially this time of year, among so many, including young people, is so high. Because the devil causes them to separate themselves from the strength of unity and devours them. The Bible says, Proverbs 17, 22, a broken spirit drieth the bones. Hey, we could go on and on. Let's cut to the chase here. Your spirit is heavy, but I read in the word of God, it says God will give you a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. All you have to do is give this thing to God. It's too big. You'll never be able to handle it yourself. It's too heavy. Give the thing to God, my friend. A sacrifice is the surrender or destruction of something valued for the sake of something else. The word contrite comes from a Hebrew word. It means maimed, dejected, humbled. I have a broken spirit, a broken heart. That's what you're saying. Psalm 34, 18, the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth them such as of a contrite spirit. Understanding this, understanding a contrite spirit means to be broken and dejected. But sacrifice means to present a total commitment, a surrender. Give it to God, beloved. When you present to God yourself as a broken vessel, what he does is he takes those pieces and he begins to put the pieces back together in a miraculous way, all the proper, perfect places, and fills the cracks with his super glue called agape love. Agape love, God's love for man. Agape is not predicated on your goodness, but it's solely based on the strength of Almighty God. God says, I love you, even though you are incapable of loving me back. I love you just because you're there. Our love, this carnal love, this eros love is predicated on what we can get. Beloved, listen, God fills the cracks, begins to put the pieces back together, and unlike super glue that may not hold God, gives you something a clean heart. He restores you the joy that you once had, and he begins that restoration process. The question might be, will you let him do that starting today? If you're ready, God is to put this thing back together, and I pray that you give it to him, to just cry out to him and let him know where you are, and then start doing something. As a man, a woman thinketh in his or her heart, that's what you are. Get the right thinking today. And then finally, a Amish husband, wife, son travel to the big city for Christmas. They visit a shopping mall. While the mother is shopping, the father's son standing in awe in front of the elevator. 
having no idea what this thing is. They watch as an elderly woman walks into the strange silver doors. They close. Father-son watch. Numbers go up. Comes back down. Doors open. A beautiful young woman walks out. The father leans over and whispers to his son, Son, go get your mother. <laughs> I know it's terrible. And to say for another day, thank you for being here and telling others about the broadcast. Join me on Facebook, Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-T-T-E-N. Son, go get your mother. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the way it is for Thursday, December the 15th, 2022. I'm Greg Patton. God bless. Have a good day.